Welcome back to our podcast, uh, Her Digital Empire. My name is Erica. For those of you who are listening in for the first time, um, I am a full-time graphic designer as well as an entrepreneur. Um, I've got a couple stores uh, for that. So we've dived into the more of the the business side of it rather than just the you know, self-employed side of it, um, as well as this podcast. So we talk about all things graphic design related, entrepreneurial, Etsy, uh, you name it. My husband, Jesse, is also here with me today. How we doing? And uh, he'll be kind of you know, the second voice. <laughs> he also does all the marketing for me, so which is super great if you need some help with marketing. Um, he'll be giving his two cents on things like that and just, you know, kind of being my, my backbone for um, everything that goes on in my business as well as, um, you know, just before we start diving in, I just wanted to remind you really quick, if you have a moment, please subscribe to our podcast um, on iTunes, SoundCloud, SoundCloud yeah. um, all that stuff that you can subscribe on it. Yep. I don't know all yep. the things. <laughs> Your Apple app. Yep. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but yeah, so today we wanted to dive into a specific topic, uh, which is actually talking to not just the graphic designers, uh, but those of you who hire graphic designers. And um, it's really, you know, something that I think every graphic designer talks about on a daily basis with their peers or in their groups or whatever. And it's what your graphic designer wishes or wants you to know. So there's things that, you know, there's certain etiquettes and certain things that when you're purchasing a service from a graphic designer, um, whether it's on Etsy or it's, you know, you found them in Facebook um, or in a, you know, a group or anything there's a certain process right that I know that a lot of people kind of uh miss or don't understand because I deal with it on a daily basis so I thought it would be smart to kind of give you some tips so that the process does go smoothly and your graphic designer does not fire you because <laughs> that can happen because that happens all the time you may not even know it's happened to you it's just all of a sudden they're super booked Right. Um, Forever. <laughs> so, um, you know, if, if you like a certain, uh, you know, graphic designer style, um, you know, and you don't want them to fire you, there's a certain way to handle things. And I understand that, like, I took me out of anybody, I promise you, I understand what it's like to be on the other side and feel like you're right and that your point needs to get across and um, you need to make the person feel like they are wrong and they need to know that. And, you know, I don't know if that's like a woman thing. I feel like that's not even like a graphic designer or like an entrepreneur or like a customer thing. It's just a woman thing. Like we do this a lot. Yeah. Um, I can't speak on that. Like yeah. there's literally like a meme made of like a certain type of customer. They call it Karen and she has a like super weird short haircut. Have you ever been a Karen? Do you think? Uh, maybe in like, um, restaurants, maybe because if I see, okay, for me, it's like triggers. Okay. Sure. So if I feel like the, the server or the person that's helping me at a bank, mm -hmm. right. It's usually always women that trigger me. It's never men. Um, if they have a tone where it's like, they are servicing me and like, I'm lucky for that. I get, I get irritated by it sure. so the great good example is um when we went to lazy dog the other day lazy dog's like this super awesome restaurant in southern california and this girl okay screwed up bad she ordered she 
she was super cool. She was super friendly and she ordered, uh, or she had me order, uh, my breakfast a specific way because I wanted a specific way. And my breakfast ended up coming the opposite way that we had spoken that I said I didn't want. And anyway, my whole family finished their meal before my phone, my food even came. But the reason why I didn't flip out on her or like get pissed off or anything is because first of all, she, in the beginning, she took an effort to try and make me happy. So I mentioned what I didn't like about the entree and what yeah. I did like. And then she gave me recommendations. Whereas most people are like, well, so what do you want? Right. She gave like, you know, she tried to help. And then, so that kind of got me, you know, where I was thinking, well, this person is a good server. And then I felt like she was attentive. So a lot of times when I see like, you know, uh, the server disappear because they can't handle the pressure of like a mad cl- a mad customer. Mm-hmm. Um, they will not they will not show up anymore. They avoid your table. And I understand that you know I can understand where it comes from because some people can't handle confrontation, but it actually makes things worse. So what I've learned like when I was serving before I became a graphic designer, I and a bartending. If somebody was upset, I was extra attentive. Sure. And I never got bad tips from them. Sure. They always ended up tipping me over. And I promise you it's because people want attention. Um, and so, you know, there's things that you learn, but of course, yeah, go ahead. No, I was going to say, and so like, what would be, I guess like, I just like kind of popped into my head. It's like, you, okay, like let's say that the the waitress is like really nice to you, right? Like, yeah. Above and beyond, like this girl yeah. was, Okay. And you're still a bitch. Right, you're still like really right. Good. Okay, I'm just an, a mean person. Then right. I'm just I, my my boyfriend broke up with me that morning, and I feel like taking it out on somebody. Right. So let's say you know? let's say that that's okay. That's so, a Karen. Right. That's a Karen. So I can't even say I'm really a Karen. You're not a Karen because no. I like I am like one of those people who just like I don't like it when people like uh, don't know their place. You know, like you're here. You, you don't you don't understand your job description if you're. Um, treating me like you're better than me right i guess what i was gonna say though is like so for instance like if this was like related to like graphic design right and, and i think there's a lot of similarities there that's what i'm getting into right that's what i'm gonna get into but what i'm saying is like it you recognized the above and beyond thing exactly and the other thing is that you don't you're not eating with this person you know, like how you were saying, like, oh, and then you gets real quiet. And then I got to worry. Yeah, exactly. Yes. So, and then, oh, God, it's like, I don't know. I, I really think it's like a personality thing, right? Sure. So, like, if just some people don't know they're awful. They just don't know they're awful. <laughs> I saw, I was in this group, I'm in this Facebook group, and I watched I watched this girl who thought she was right post up, um, like, screenshots of her talking to a graphic designer about... You know, she just wanted a refund because she didn't feel like her work was up to par or something. And she got chewed out yeah, because she, of the way she was talking to she her. Was awful. Yeah. She was just awful. Yeah. And everybody was saying, you need to apologize to her. And it's so funny because people, it's like people think that, that I, I feel like it's, it's a lot like because of the times with Amazon, with live chats, with not even not even talking to people on the phone anymore. Yeah. You feel it's like that keyboard warrior thing. Sure. Right? Like like it even you can even like see it in like politics. You can see it in um you know, online when people rip apart celebrities and stuff. People are so much more braver because they're just typing. Right. Right? They don't have to actually like so if you're face to face with me, I guarantee you you're not gonna say the things to me that you said to me typing. 
or even on the phone. Right. So, like, before in the beginning of my business, I used to allow phone calls. I don't um, so much anymore because I, I've i learned from um, companies like PayPal and Etsy and things like that. They want everything in writing. If you have anything that's not in writing, it's just it's up for, for grabs kind of a thing. And it's he said, she said. So it's best to just have everything in writing. And But, but before, uh, when I accepted phone calls... Um, for new from new clients, I remember having this girl in the very beginning, and I won't mention her name, <laughs> but she was just awful. Um, she was a Karen. I, I can't even give her credit for anything. She was just a, a freaking awful client. And when she would message me or um, email me, it was like, I what did I do? Did I kill your child? Like what did I do? Right. And then I decided, you know, I decided I'm gonna get on the phone with her. And, like, as soon as I got on the phone with her, the entire project, like, the the demeanor, the, like, her, her demeanor, everything changed. Mm-hmm. And she even got to the point where she was apologizing. Yeah. And I think it's because people don't accept, like, or that people can't handle confrontation. A lot of people can't. Right. So as soon as you're talking to somebody on the phone, it's a completely different. You can hear their tone, their voice. They, they become a real person. Yeah, they can be a text. Because they feel that there's that line of protection. Yeah, like that yeah. whole breakup via text thing, right. you know, text message breakup. Yeah. yeah, like it's just when you're writing something, it's just a lot easier to be awful. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's and, – and the reason why I'm even spending a lot of time on this is because it, a lot of it is just um, learning how to react correctly to – you know, if you don't like something. So let's go through an actual process, okay? So let's say you actually hire a graphic designer who you think has um, good good work. Mm-hmm. That's why I would assume you would you would hire them. The only other option is hiring somebody because they're cheap and you're just hoping it's going to be okay. We're not even going to get into that because that's just, you should not be doing that. Yeah. Um, but if you hire somebody for, let's say you spend uh, $60 on a, on a social media flyer. And this person, for whatever reason, um, delivers something that is not their average work. Mm-hmm. Okay? So let's break this down. Number one. And, and I love, don't even try and think, well, this person did not have a process that gave me, where, where I was had to give them, a, or they had to tell me the certain amount of, like, shut up. This is your business. This is on you. Okay, this is your money. Are you trying to waste your money? Or are you trying to make more money? So take my advice and and keep your check your your ego and keep it at the door. And remember that this is actually on you. If you want this to come out the best that it possibly can, forget the person's process. They are doing the best that they can, and if they have a good process, that's great for them. But a lot of times, um, certain uh, businesses and things like that, websites that they're on, they don't even allow for that type of process. Etsy, awful process. If I was on Fiverr, I'd have an amazing process because because they set it up for me. Etsy is really meant for like people who sell jewelry and things like that. So the process can only be so good. If it's on my website, I have now the option to build a website that has a specific process, that has a back office for the client, that has um, you know, a questionnaire and all these things. And this just, just does not it does not exist for certain websites, yeah. okay? So, so you know, you can only blame the other person so much. You have to blame yourself. You have to put, you know, you have to give yourself um, 
really, you know, the responsibility. Whenever I walk into a conversation or I walk into a tough situation, let's say I'm not happy with a bank charging me a certain fee that I don't want. I'm not going to walk in there and say, I demand that you remove the fee. This is on you. No, I'm going to walk in there with the, the goal to get it removed. And I am then going to be strategic in what I say to the person, the banker that I'm talking to, to try and get that fee removed because the goal is to get the fee removed. So why would you spend your time belittling belittling (laughs) the person who has to now be creative for you, right? And creativity, it can be blocked by, by your bad attitude. Great, great, yeah. Why would you spend your time belittling that person and putting them on blast and doing all these crazy things that customers do when your goal, the money that you handed over, your goal is to get a good project, like a good flyer, a good whatever the heck you order. Yeah. It's crazy. And and I think a lot of them, a lot of like, like people out there that work with graphic designers, like they, I feel like they think they have more... Um, like, I feel like they think they have more protection, their money's more protected than it is. Like, they, they, they talk to you like they can easily Like, just, this is McDonald's. Like, yeah, they can easily just get their money back because yes. they're talking to a corporation. And remember that, too. Your terms, your ideas of what terms should be are not their terms. Everybody has oh, different terms. Good. Yes. Just because, and, and, and if you're like, oh, well, you didn't show me your terms. <laughs> That's not my responsibility to show you right. my terms. They are somewhere on a website. And if they're not on a website, now you have an opening, Miss Lawyer <laughs> or right. Mr. Lawyer, whatever you're trying to, yeah. you know, prove right now. Um, these are the questions you should be asking when you're trying, when you're hiring a designer. What is your refund policy? Do you even give one? Um, you know, so, and, and, and also too, like I said, so let's, you know, if you are looking at previous work, if you're looking at portfolio, just if, if you can pull from the portfolio, say, I like this of this, I like this of this, because you know that that person can accomplish that because they did that before. Sure. Okay. Um, another thing that kind of irks me, and I'm, I'm going to bring this up because it's ridiculous. I love it when clients will take work from another designer and they'll give it to me and they'll say, make this. And then you're like, why are you not why telling you that person? Why are you going to that designer? you've already ruined that relationship. Right ruined that relationship, which I don't want to hire you. Or, right. you know, I don't want you to hire me at that point. Or you think that I'm cheaper. Yeah. And I'm not happy with that. Yeah. No, that's, that's like a, that's like a thing that you've got to think about, I guess. But, but you're right. Like the, the they think, I love when, when, when clients are like, oh, uh, uh, I, so-and-so, I've been to like six different designers and none of them, none of them are able to get my... Oh yeah, sure. I'll take your money. Yeah, right. <laughs> I don't want your hell. Yeah. <laughs> like you've, you've been, I can't tell you how many times I have shot somebody away and, and I'm, I'm nice about it. I'm professional about it. I'm always, it's, it's my book schedule. That's just what it is. I will not book my schedule with rude clients. If you are rude to me before you've given me money, do not think that I'm going to take your money. I don't yeah. need it. Um, well, you've been rude in the past and you come back. And if you're rude in the past and you got you ended up getting a refund out of me or an exchange or something, which is not in my policy, but I, I somehow allowed it or something, guess what? You've now been fired. Yeah. I'm for, sorry. And for good. We, we literally, like, we don't actually have a list of names on our wall, but, like, we basically know every single person that's been horrible 
And, and and I love sometimes they'll like switch their name or yes. like switch their account. I've literally had that. <laughs> I have literally had somebody switch their account so that they can try and get work done for me when they've been an absolute disaster. Horrible person yeah, yeah. in the past. Um and you know, it's it's easy to say, Oh, well, you're just backing on customers or whatever. No, 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 no. I am doing this for a reason. I am trying to teach you how to treat the people that you work for. Okay, so that your your company doesn't go to shit. So a good example of this, uh, I'll bring him up as one of the best CEOs I've ever seen is Howard Schultz. Okay, the this he's the previous CEO of Starbucks. He was amazing. He had the the partners. That's what you called it yourself if you were a Starbucks um, uh, worker. He had the partners so taken care of. Um, he gave them stocks. He, um, you got, you got a free coffee before a free coffee after your shift, as many free coffees if you want, as you want during your shift. Cause he wanted you to have a pep in your step while you're working. Absolutely genius. Um, you know, he, I mean, I could go on on the things that you were allowed to have. So I worked for Starbucks. I was a supervisor there. Um, when my sister passed away, um, my sister actually, uh, I, they, they, it was like huge and I had to take a week off of work. They paid me for that week of work, um, not out of my vacation hours. It was just pay uh, for the ber- bereavements is what I, I believe. They also uh, recommended that I write in a letter and let them know what had happened because it was uh, not a normal thing. Um, and they actually covered part of her funeral costs. Oh, wow. Yeah. I didn't know that. And that is the kind of stuff that makes a company a good company, right? So when you when you care about other people, the people that you work for, this or the people that work for you, if you care about them, you will get back tenfold. Those people will be loyal to you. Those people will care about you. They will want to give you good work. They will want to spend more time on your stuff rather. And I, you know, I I took pride in my in my drinks when I made my drinks. And customers would ask, "Can I have Erica make my drink?" Because I took pride in it. I became a coffee master. I had the black apron. You have to go to extra school for that. Um, it's the same thing with your business. I really feel like a lot of a lot of people out there, and it's like you said, you know, you'll you'll do better work if the person's like not like putting their foot on your head. You know, it's like it's it's amazing, yes. like the, the control freaks, the, like the food wine tester mentality, like that. Oh, get this out of here. Oh, don't don't like this. Like like mm, who are you? Yeah, exactly. It's and it, the the crazy thing is is like the people that treat that I've noticed that treat like you and other graphic designers and um, the best. Are the successful ones? Yes. Are the ones that have successful businesses yes. that you would think if they wanted to be uh, a little bit a little bit meaner, or you know, look what I've done, look what I've I've accomplished. Yeah. But it's it's the it's like the people that have accomplished. You know nothing. what? Everything I was just saying, even about like Howard Schultz and Starbucks, I'm talking about a billion dollar company, an right. amazing huge company that owns the world. Right. Okay. And this dude is great. He's a good human. Like and and treats and, people well. and and there is a correlation. With what we're what Jesse just brought up, you all of my good clients that are returning clients are successful. Think about that. My real good clients who come back, who when I hand when I tell them a price, they don't say to me, you know, wow, I can't believe you're charging that much, or I mm, I don't know, that's too you know whatever the heck you know it's just like they just accept it and they say that's what you're worth, and they believe I'm worth that, and they either pay or they don't. But like, it's like, that's the thing. It's like the, this, why even, why even tell you, why even comment anything other than 
than yes or um, or not comment. Like we don't need to know your opinion on my yeah, pricing. Yeah, what, what is what, mm-hmm. that's another thing. It's like what okay <laughs> that's I, another thing you know yes um the the opinions on the pricing that's just me honestly it only makes the customer look bad it only makes you look bad when you're commenting on how much um, have you ever gone in and gotten your nails done with a nail tech and been like uh nail tech that's that's too expensive like what who go away then just yeah. go away i 100 percent agree we you know i get my when i get my eyebrows waxed my girl is not cheap okay she does the sugaring she talks to me the entire time she remembers that i have a kid she asks me about things you know following up about things um the previous you know from the previous time that is somebody i'm willing to pay money to because she does her job well right Mm -hmm. um and she respects me and i respect her and i respect her by over tipping i do um, I, you know, I'm, I know that when I over tip and when I treat her with respect and I ask her about her life and her kids, I know that there's a, there's a relationship that's been built there. Um, and that's being built there and it's a positive relationship and it's showing her that I appreciate her. I appreciate the work that she's done. She gets excited when, you know, I'm hoping I'm working that when I book her, she's excited that I'm booking her. Because she's going to get over-tipped because she's going to get to talk to somebody who's interested in... Not miserable. (laughs) Yeah, and not miserable the entire freaking time. You treat people, you know, you teach people how to treat you, right? Yeah. And it's the same goes with with a customer. I mean, I can even remember, like, as a server, just going, jumping back to that, I remembered certain customers and telling people, can you take their table? I won't take it. Right. And I was a good server, you know, right. and it's like you want a good server, right? You came for good service. Well, now you're gonna get somebody with less service experience because I'm not willing to serve you. And you wouldn't hide. This is before they would. Uh, no, this wasn't yeah. hiding. This would be like if I saw them walking in the door, I would tell the hostess, "Don't, don't seat me with them." Yeah. Yeah, I just that's just how it was. And, and then and then and they and it's just like to, like you said, like circle back. It's like they they're like. Hello. Uh, yeah. Hello. It's like no. You know why you're not getting talked exactly. to. Exactly. <laughs> like you know exactly you were horrible, you know? why. Yes. <laughs> Read our previous conversation and you will see it. It's it's the weirdest thing to me though. It's like like you 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 probably make twenty times mm-hmm. accurately like twenty times the amount of money that some of these people make, and yet they talk to you like you should like like. That's a good point too. So I'm a I'm a woman with a successful business, um, and you know I even have clients who I can even say could be friends at, at this point sure, who yeah. talk to me. I give them business advice for free if they ask. I do yeah. if I'm because they're on that level with me. They built that bond. They built that relationship. Mm-hmm. Where now if they ask me something, I'm not saying fifty dollars for your time, please. Right. Because it's, I genuinely enjoy it. I genuinely enjoy talking to them. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So when you be, when you stop, the, the more people like you, the more, the more things open up for you. It's amazing how, you know, if you're a likable person, um, how much more you will actually enjoy life and you will get out of life because people are happy to be around you. Yeah. Um, if you're not somebody who, you know, I, and I say this to Jesse a lot. Some of the girls who, you know, and, I, and I'm saying girls because most of my clients are girls. Some of the girls who come to me, when they speak to me, they talk to me like they're the devil wears product. Right. Okay? Right. Where it's snap, snap, chop, chop, you know, do this, not good, fix, 
uh, refund, you know, not even a full sentence. And it's like, are you just trying to make everybody around you miserable? Or are you trying to make something? I don't know. Those are the people, those are the people that have like, let's say like 10 friends. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, like fast forward six months later, they have like one friend, but they, they blame the other nine people. You know, for... but it's yeah, it's it's a bad habit, which right. is why I began this conversation with, you know, really this is kind of a habit that you have to learn how to to change right. because if you're treating a graphic designer like this, you're probably treating your boyfriend like this. You're probably treating your kids' teachers like this. You're probably treating the grocery store lady like this. Yep. You know what I'm saying? How you do anything is how you do everything. Exactly. And I go, you know, like I said, believe me, I've had my blow-ups with people. Um, whether, like I said, if it's been a banker or if it's been, uh, you know, server or if it's been whatever. But it takes a lot to get me to that point where I feel, you know, to the point where it's just full-on disrespect, Right. And then I have to be the tough guy. That's happened to me. I can't say that it's not happened to me. I'm not going to sit here on my high horse and say, oh, you, 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 clients suck, customers suck. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that, you know, I've grown a lot too um, in the past few years where you just have to learn, like, if you, you have to learn how to be a pleasant person. Mm -hmm. And if you can focus on being a pleasant person it's amazing how, like I said, things in your life will change. Um, it's kind of like that whole what goes around comes around yin yang thing. Um, now we, I was talking a little bit about the processes that would help, um, when your what your client, you know, what your graphic designer wants you to know, right? So we spent so much time on your attitude because Jesus, it's like that's like the number one thing that'll just wreck your your graphic designer's creativity um, altogether. They will just not be creative. But the other thing is that the no, the number two uh, thing that I have that's really just I just it's I struggle with is vagueness. Mm. So vagueness can be even if I if I follow up and ask, well, I need more details. It can be um, <clears throat> it can be um, blamed on me. It happens where mm-hmm. they will say, well, you didn't ask me, right? Yeah. And I'm just going to go back to my first thing that I said where um, it's on you if you want this this flyer to turn out good. If you tell the person uh, blue, gold glitter, say something like this, you don't have exact like, you know, uh, you don't have like an exact plan of how you want it to look or inspiration or anything like that. I'm sorry, but it's more likely than not that you're not going to even like the flyer, even from the best of the best. Um, One of the things that I think that you have full control over as a client um, is is how much, how how specific you are. So I go back to, I have a few clients who make over a million a year, um, you know, selling hair and, uh, or hair products. And those clients... They don't come to me and say, this is your job. Do something, you know, do something that's going to look good. (laughs) They already have the marketing plan put together. They already know what their advertising budget is, what um, what they want everything to look like. And then they explain that to me, and it's my job to then visually create that. Mm. I am not being paid. And if you're, if this is, if you're a graphic designer listening, listen to this. 
You are not being paid to create a marketing plan for the client. The client is not paying you when you when you uh, when a client purchases a flyer. They're not paying you to come up with a marketing creative plan where they say, "Well, you're the fucking this is designer." Key. Yeah, this is key. Um, they they have to explain to you what their marketing strategy is, what the details need to be, the the tech the text exactly, and what they need you to design. And it's your job to design it. A good example would be. Um, so when you hire um, like an interior designer, right? They they get they get more creative with it. They get to tell you, well, this is the plan, blah 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 blah. But the designer is gonna say to you, you know, well, do you are you looking for more of a modern vibe? Or are you looking for more of yeah. a farmhouse they vibe? Or too, what sure. if you like modern and you tell them do whatever and they come up with farmhouse? You're gonna want to kill them because they're two completely different um, interior styles. And it's your job at the end of the day to, you know, reiterate this. Does this make sense? Yeah, yeah. I, I think that... They're two different jobs. It, this is actually a really good thing because, especially for, you know, what you're trying to accomplish with this podcast episode, it's like they... I feel like a lot of clients think that you're... You're just you've just got all this creativity going mm-hmm. on in your head twenty four seven, and you're just waiting for the next person to pay, and then you're gonna like you're just gonna like pop this thing out. But mm-hmm. it, but what graphic design really is is the person, and I've even thought about things that I've I've ordered. I've been like, no, that's true. I get specific with what I want, and the graphic designer puts it together. I don't tell them make something. Mm-hmm. Just do just something. Just do whatever. Yeah, just get yeah. creative. I trust your... Even some of them try to be nice. Like, I trust your creativity. Like, no, 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 no. no. Do not trust my creativity because right. I don't know your business. Right. I don't know your company. I don't know your brand mood. Who you're targeting. Yeah. None of it. You yeah. know how many of these girls have sent me, like, a mood board or, like... <laughs> You know what I mean? Like maybe 2%. Like I don't get anything. So the best thing to do is show me inspiration. Is to show me details. Um, <clears throat> to give me as much details as possible. To have an idea. If you don't have an idea of what you want, don't don't hire somebody yet. Figure it out first. Jump on Pinterest. That's great, yeah. Do some research. Create a board that you can share with your designer and say, this is the whole vibe I'm going for. And then say, be creative. It's kind of like going in, like if you were in a business and you were going to go talk to a VC. Yes. You know, and tell them they, they need to like, they need to invest in your business. But like really not have your P's and Q's together. Like the, it's kind of the same thing. It's like you're going into a, to an artist mm-hmm. and, and, you're, and you're telling the artist to just create art. But you're not telling them what mm-hmm. it is. Like that's that's crazy. My happiest clients tell me exactly what they want. Right. There was the there was a girl. We won't mention names, obviously. There was the girl uh, a couple weeks ago, I think, and she she was almost too specific. Mm-hmm. Where we were like, oh man, that's like that's. But she still gave like leeway. She ended up being a great client. She her logo came out well. Uh, she you know. But but the thing is, is like she took your questionnaire thing like really really serious seriously and gave you. Uh-huh. So I have a logo questionnaire that I, I ask them to kind of get a vibe for what they're going for. And some clients will just ignore certain questions and don't even answer. <laughs> right. Some clients will say, um, whatever. You know, they'll be so vague, like one yeah. word answers. Yeah. And they they don't get what they want ever. Right. Like, yeah. Like, how do you want your colors? Soft. 
Right. Exactly. Like, what am I supposed... Sometimes I show my... I show Jesse. I'll be, like, in the process, and I'm like, Jesse, look at this. Like, look at this. Look at what I'm working with right now. I could cry. Yeah. And, you know, it's because... And it's because I genuinely care about giving my, my clients a good product. I'm not trying to just send them off with whatever and collecting their money. I believe, like, I care, and I believe, like, my work increases my client's income. Um, and so when I'm not given what I'm asked <clears throat> or I'm not uh, given enough, it's ve- it's one of the number one things I struggle with as a graphic designer. The other thing too is, is, the, is the trusting your graphic designer after they've created something. Like how many of these clients like, ru- like come back with like the revisions and mm-hmm. stuff and like they ruin... Okay, the- so this is another thing. So... <laughs> Yes. So this is not just me. This is a lot of graphic designers. This is like, you'll see memes on this where um, you deliver this a gorgeous thing, right? And you put your time into it. You put your creativity into it. You put research into it. And the client will send you 50 changes and they'll hack it up so bad that it is just so, you don't even want to put it in your portfolio. Exactly. (laughs) It's like, let's just get this out of here and be done. And um, it gets me so sad when I deliver this amazing thing and the person's standards are not up to my standards. Um, And at the end of the day, they're paying for it. They get what they want. But yes, there is an element of trusting the graphic designer in the fact that this is their job. It's their job to deliver um, something that is up to par and of value and is going to give you results. So why would you hack that up? Yeah, it's, it's like if I were to go in and have somebody like, uh, you know, like pick out an outfit, you know, those people that help you shop, like pick mm-hmm. out really good outfits and then like you, you know, they, they but it's their job, right? It's what they're professional. Right. And then you say, no, I'm going to go with this. Or... So there's a difference. I have two different types of clients. I have the clients who hire me for, um, to put together a brand for them. And then I have clients who hire me for like a la carte, like mm-hmm. where they have a brand built and I'm adding to the brand, like product labels or something. Mm-hmm. So the clients that this this issue run I run into more with the clients who I create their brand for them. Mm-hmm. Um, if you hire me to create your brand, I don't know why you think that you should just like hack it up like that because you hired me to create something that I know is going to help make you a lot of sales. So why would you, with no experience, go and hack it up because your daughter's favorite color is pink and you want it pink for that? Like, like are you kidding me? What does that have to do with your business? Right. Oh, because it means something? Good job. That's gonna be it's gonna be your freaking <laughs> hobby for the next five years because yeah. you you paid me for nothing at that point. It it's 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 wild. And I mean this is I mean, we see this in all kinds of different industries, you know, but it's just wild what they like what they think. If I explain to you why I did something, sometimes I'll I'll it's not a clapping back, but it's an explaining um, why I did what I did and I don't agree with you, right? So if I have if I have a client who purchased a brand from me and they want this and this and this changed and I and I choose to not agree with you, you now have gotten your money's worth because I am fighting back on you on what your brand should be because I care. If I don't care and I just follow up with your changes, you're you've wasted your money because I'm just accepting that you are not and, and the thing is, is and you alluded to this, like the, the goal of the graphic designer is to obviously come up with something that's good yes. so that you can then showcase to show other people what you're able to do. Yes. And 
I'll, I'll tell you, if, if you're listening to this and you've never seen your stuff showcased, you know, from a graphic designer that you've used, it's probably because you didn't trust their opinion and you hacked it up. Like, it's crazy. And now, I know it's a little confusing because it's like we started off talking about flyers and how you should know what your marketing is and all this yeah. stuff. We're not talking about that. We're talking about if you hire somebody to do your logo, if mm-hmm. you hire somebody to pick your colors and your brand fonts, and then you go and you destroy that. Yeah. These are the ground floor up people. These are like the... Like, it's... Jesus, yeah. what are you doing to yourself? You're just wasting your money at yeah. that point. You don't know what you're talking about. You're not in this business. Yeah. You're not in the business. And, and you can say, well, you've been only doing it for so, so many years. Did you go to school, blah, blah, blah? No, 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 I have been working with clients now that make millions of dollars a year. Yeah. I see them, I see, I, I work with them on a daily basis. I know what they need to grow. I work with them on their, their marketing plans and their marketing materials. Do you really think that I don't have, I, I don't know what I'm talking about and you know what you're talking about because your cousin said that, you know, the the C is too cursive We had that, we had the one client, once again, we won't mention any names, uh, from Wisconsin and um, she didn't have a brand and she, she trusted you to come up with, what, it was like 70 grand a month, like three months later. Yes. Like, and that's, but that's the thing, like you've she got to. She had 70 to... grand a month. And, yeah, she, she, <laughs> I, I did her whole brand. I did her, um, her logo. I did her colors. I did her fonts. I did her website. Yeah. I did all of it. And yeah, she was uh, clearing 70 grand in, a month um, yeah. in her business and it's just an example of, you know, you can you can give whatever the heck you're saying in your head. I'm telling you right now, as a graphic designer who I've worked now with successful people and unsuccessful people, okay? The people who are successful are the ones who <clears throat> have a vision of what they want, okay? This vision is then um, executed through their marketing plans. If I'm putting together their brand, they trust me to put together a solid brand that is going to um, create more money for them, more income. If they don't trust me and they're trying to control every aspect, they should not hire me. That's a waste of money and they should just hire a graphic designer to create each item that they want specifically and not ask for a full brand package. It's just a waste of money and I don't want to deal with the headache anyway. So (laughs) save me the headache, save yourself some money and go to Fiverr and (laughs) tell them exactly what you want and just try and get the cheapest price for it. Sure. That's my honest opinion. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's really, I mean, if I, you know, again, if I were the client and I have been the client and a lot of times, you know, whether, like I said, um, yeah, I even outsource, right. Um, if I need to outsource work, um, I am a certain specific way with my people that I'm working with. And that's why they stick around with me, right? Um, there have been times where I have, like, low-quality um, people. Because, again, if you're outsourcing, you're trying to get kind of, like, the cheapest price because you're the middleman in a way. Um, <clears throat> and that I've run into some issues with before. So if you have that type of a business where you're trying to be a middleman, I get it. It's rough. You're just going to go through the hard people before you um, really find the one that's going to help you and work with you and then you treat them really well, right? Um, But again, you know, if you are, you're, if you are in a business like hair, boutique, um, you know, uh, uh, this lashes or not even beauty if you're in something else, if you, you just, it's important for you to um, 
if I were you, I would sit down and I would write out a mission statement um, and put this with your, you know, your business um, <clears throat> plan and all the, the binder, whatever the heck you have that has all your stuff. And I would create um, some type of a rule for yourself with how you and your employees are going to treat the people who work for you. Mm. And Starbucks had this. And um, <clears throat> it's very important. In fact, I worked at Hooters too, so I was a bartender there. We had in our, um, it was created by HR. We had in our, our back rooms, we had like this, I remember now, this whole like thing they had created about treating, you know, each other and treating um, the, the management, treating the girls a certain way. Mm -hmm. And it was like a whole marketing plan they put together for it. But, um, this is something that businesses do. This is something that they have to sit down and they have to say, this is what our business is going to stand for. This is what our business, this is the, the, the voice that our business is going to have. And we're going to stick to that voice. Mm -hmm. And that is what is going to make us succeed. And that's part of the whole having vision thing. But yeah, other than that, um, you know, I just wanted to spend some time <laughs> kind of going, going over that stuff. Hopefully I didn't hear like, feel it or... Hopefully, I didn't sound like I was ranting. No, I think you did a good job of like avoiding that because it's a very easy topic. And it's yes. one that I'm sure it doesn't really matter if you're a graphic designer, you can be in anything, and that you've dealt with people that, you know, that just have these like really crazy expectations when they come in into, uh, you know, to, to deal with people in, in the service industry. And it's, uh, it's, it's pretty wild. And then, and then to, to, like I was saying earlier, it's like if you were going to go to a, you know, a restaurant, right? And you were going to belittle the waitress, but then expect that waitress to 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 deal with you every single day and be top notch, and you continue. It's just like it's very weird expectations. Yes. And graphic design is with something that's so important as branding. Mm -hmm. You would think that that and 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 a lot of a lot of your clients get it, but it's like you would think that. That is one of the most important people. If you remember, too, I talked about Devil Wears Prada really quick. Yeah. You know that she got fired at the end, right? Oh, she does? Because they talked about how she's the devil. Oh. And, it, and the her her bitchiness ended her career. Really? I didn't see the movie, so. Yeah, so, so <laughs> oh she God. was this tyrant bitch, but she, like, was the main editor or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, and I think it was Vogue. I'm not sure. Or... Maybe Prada. Um, <clears throat> I'm, I'm really, I don't remember. But I remember at the end when um, uh, she got close to her, um, she found out that they were pushing her out. Mm. And do you really think if she was liked and she treated people better that she would have been pushed out as fast? I don't, I don't think so. Yeah. You know? It, I'll just say, it's if you think being mean to people is part of your brand, like you're you know, high end, but you're making $30 a, a month in your, your brand new business, you know, it's probably a good idea to, to, to check that attitude at the door. Yes. The strong women are the ones who know when to be, <clears throat> who can handle their emotions and control their emotions. Exactly. And can stay a certain level. Great example is Hillary Clinton. I don't care what you think about her politically. Um, that woman, you could not, you could not shatter her. Mm -hmm. She is just freaking like one degree the whole i mean i've never seen her rattled yeah like they, the other day not to get all weird and off topic but they, they, they asked her if like she's if she's ever like like dated women or like uh -huh. and she was totally like rock solid she's, there didn't show her off <laughs> that's weird 
That is like... Oh, it's Howard Stern. Yeah, Howard oh, Stern. Really? Asked me that. She is she was... so, like, cool as a clam. Yeah. Like, that's that's your goal in life, is to be cool as a clam like Hillary Clinton. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. All right. Well, um, again, you know, if you have a moment, uh, just... Don't forget to subscribe to um, this podcast. We'll be talking about it a lot more now that I'm feeling a little bit better. <clears throat> um, but yeah, definitely don't forget to subscribe. Apple, iTunes, um, SoundCloud, and we will see you on the next episode. Bye.